This is an ABC podcast. Today is probably the best day Donald Trump has had since he won the presidency. It was just announced there was no collusion with Russia. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No collusion. There's no collusion. No obstruction. No obstruction. Complete and total exoneration. It was a complete and total exoneration. 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 G'day, I'm Matt Bevan, and this is Russia If You're Listening. Robert Mueller, the man who has been haunting Donald Trump for the last two years, has finally delivered his report. The result, according to US Attorney General Bill Barr, neither Trump nor anyone from his campaign conspired or coordinated with Russia to influence the US presidential election. So who is Bill Barr? What else has he said? And can we trust his summary? And is this the end of the story? That's today on Russia If You're Listening. Ever since Donald Trump became president, Friday evenings have become nightmares in American newsrooms. That order signed Friday, leading to instant chaos and confusion at airports, at home and around the world. A huge amount of massive news just always happens to break as Americans are winding down for the weekend. Trump's high-profile press secretary, Sean Spicer, resigning in protest. Like, this happens a lot. Breaking news right now. It's being reported that Reince Priebus is out as White House chief of staff. It's become somewhat of a joke for Rachel Maddow, a news anchor on MSNBC, who has covered the Mueller inquiry more than any other primetime cable news host. Thanks to you at home for joining us this hour. This is one of those Fridays. Rachel Maddow, hoping this would be the one Friday without a breaking news story, went fishing. A couple of hours ago, maybe even less than that, I was uh, standing knee-deep in a trout stream in Tennessee. (laughs) But now it's Mueller time. So while Rachel Maddow was standing in a river, Robert Mueller decided that he was done. Welcome everyone here. News now, breaking news. The Mueller report has been delivered on this Friday. After 675 days, Robert Mueller's job done. As dictated by the rules of the Justice Department, the Mueller report had been handed in to the Attorney General Bill Barr. He reviewed it with the intention of releasing a summary to Congress. Early reports were that there would be no new charges, which seemed to imply that Trump and his family were completely off the hook. The left's favourite conspiracy theory is now dead, it is buried, and there was no collusion, no conspiracy, no obstruction, nothing. Vindication. After nearly two years of what he calls a witch hunt, the monkey was off Trump's back. Fox News celebrated. I think the collusion between the media apparatus, the dominant media apparatus other than Fox, and the DNC, the deep state... It's profound. But Donald Trump's Twitter feed remarkably remained silent. (music) 
On Saturday, everyone wanted to know where Donald Trump was. President Trump is spending the weekend at his resort in Palm Beach, Florida, where he's joined by his legal team. Uh, CNN's Suzanne Malveau is live in West Palm Beach. And what he was doing. Suzanne, Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern is off in rush hour for, for tweets from the president, but he's mighty quiet this morning. While Trump may have been keeping silent on the socials, he wasn't exactly lying low. He is mighty quiet. We're all uh, keeping a close eye on his Twitter feed, of course, and, and also here at Mar-a-Lago, what is going to be developing. Uh, so far, he has nothing public on his schedule. In fact, he was playing golf with Kid Rock. The Muso posted a photo of the pair, Kid Rock in American flag pants, Trump in a hat with a big USA on the front, wearing an even bigger smile. So we'll just have to wait and see. But it is an unusual weekend here. This is not normal. It's, it is beyond his, the, the, the first family here. He has two press secretaries. So they're going to be huddling, trying to figure out what kind of response when they get this final report will be appropriate. On Sunday, American time, it started to get a bit more serious. Ahead of the release of the Attorney General's summary, the President's allies, like Congressman Devin Nunes, started attacking the yet-to-be-released report. So the Mueller report, you know, we can just, you know, burn it up. I mean, it is a partisan document. When I heard him say that, that we should burn the report before looking at it, I assumed that he'd heard that the report was somehow going to be a bloodbath for Trump. But when the summary came out... NBC's Pete Williams is at the Justice Department. Pete, I know you've just been given this. What does it say? It said that the Russian government conducted a criminal operation to influence the 2016 election, but it says nobody on the Trump team, including the big man himself, had been involved in that crime. And what about the claims that Trump committed criminal obstruction of justice, like when he fired the FBI director, James Comey? I was going to fire Comey, my decision. And in fact, when I decided to just do it, I said to myself, I said, you know... This Russia thing with Trump and Russia is a made-up story. It's an excuse. Or when he dangled pardons in front of potential witnesses like his former campaign manager, Paul Manafort. Well, I feel very badly for Paul Manafort, and I feel badly for him. I think it's a very sad situation. And calling to have Mueller's entire investigation shut down. Let me read you part of this tweet from the president. Uh, this is a terrible situation, and Attorney General Jeff Sessions should stop this rigged witch hunt right now before it continues to stain our country any further. But Mueller didn't recommend criminal charges. The special counsel says in his report, quote, while the report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. Now, that sounds oddly contradictory. He didn't commit a crime, but he also hasn't been exonerated. Without hearing from Mueller himself or reading the full report, it is very difficult to tell exactly what that means. But legal experts say that Mueller has decided that the Attorney General should make the call about whether to charge the President with obstruction of justice. He handed over all the evidence he gathered, and Attorney General Bill Barr has decided not to prosecute. And that was it. So it's a four-page letter from the Attorney General to the uh, chairman and ranking members of the House and Senate Judiciary Committees. $25 million, 22 months of investigation, summarised into a four-page letter. Meaning for now, Donald Trump is home free. This is a day, really, for the history books. One way or another, 
a turning point in the Trump presidency. But can Attorney General Bill Barr, a Trump appointee, be trusted to write a fair summary? To make up your mind, you've got to know how he got that job in the first place. Donald Trump and his team have been calling for the Mueller probe to be shut down for a very long time. According to a tally by the Times, Trump has publicly attacked the Russia probe nearly 1,200 times. Why don't I just fire Mueller? Well, I think it's a disgrace what's going on. We'll see what happens. But I think it's really a sad situation when you look at what happened. And many people have said you should fire him. But his last and strongest attempt to interfere with or destroy the probe came late last year. He tried to replace Bob Mueller's boss. Breaking news tonight. President Trump firing Attorney General Jeff Sessions late today and installing a Trump loyalist as Bob Mueller's new boss. That Trump loyalist was a guy called Matthew Whitaker. Whitaker was a cable news pundit, and before he was appointed acting attorney general, he specialised in calling for the Mueller investigation to be curtailed. And like a monologuing Bond villain, right back in 2017, Whitaker outlined his whole plan live on TV. I could see a scenario where Jeff Sessions is replaced uh, with a recess appointment, and that attorney general doesn't fire Bob Mueller, but he just reduces his budget so low that his, his investigation grinds to a, absolutely, almost a halt. Once Whitaker's history as a Mueller basher was discovered, as well as his involvement with a pretty complicated scam, which had something to do with time machines, Bigfoot and toilets for well-endowed men, it became impossible for Trump to let him control the Mueller probe. So Trump replaced him. The man he picked is the guy who now holds Mueller's report, Bill Barr. And it's actually the second time Bill Barr has been the Attorney General. The first was under the first President Bush. For 15 years I've been honoured to know this good man and I've been deeply impressed by his ability, by his love of country uh, and of his profession. Before Trump gave him his old job back at the start of 2019, Barr seemed to be against the Mueller investigation. In mid-2018, he said that he thought it was a mistake for Mueller to investigate the president for obstruction of justice. In a memo from this past summer, Bill Barr called the obstruction inquiry, quote, fatally misconceived with potentially disastrous implications for the presidency. In President Trump's eyes, Bill Barr was a good fit for the job. He was sceptical of Mueller, but wasn't completely hostile like Matthew Whitaker, which is why Trump picked him to be the man in charge when the Mueller report was finally completed. Bill Barr, one of the most respected jurists in the country, highly respected lawyer. The Democrats were immediately sceptical, and Barr was grilled in the Senate. Will you commit to making any report Mueller produces at the conclusion of his investigation available to Congress and to the public? Do you believe Mr. Mueller would be involved in a witch hunt against anybody? Bill Barr said no. Of course it wasn't a witch hunt. And he could personally vouch for Bob Mueller because... I have known Bob Mueller for 30 years. We worked closely together throughout my previous tenure at the Department of Justice. We've been friends since, and I have the utmost respect for Bob and his distinguished record of public service. Ultimately, Barr said that he was committed to transparency. My goal will be to provide as much transparency as I can consistent with the law. In light of that, former US Attorney Preet Bharara said he hoped Barr would consult with Mueller before putting out his summary letter. I would hope and expect, since these folks know each other, that, that Bill Barr will consult with Robert Mueller and say, look, here's the summary we're planning to put out. Are you um, uh, comfortable mm -hmm. that this is an accurate 
you know, small version of your big report. But according to NBC, Barr didn't do that. He wrote the summary and released it without asking Mueller. This has opened a big can of worms over at Congress. We will ask the Attorney General to testify before the House Judiciary Committee. We will demand the release of the full report. The President has not been exonerated by the special counsel, yet the Attorney General has decided not to go further or apparently to share those findings with the public. We cannot simply rely on what may be a hasty, partisan interpretation of the fact. It's all become very messy. On the one hand, Bill Barr may be a lifelong Republican and a supporter of the president, but to call him a puppet of Trump and a hater of Bob Mueller is simplistic. But on the other hand, the Trump administration has a reputation for lying and distorting facts, as the president has already done since the release of the summary. It's now up to Congress to handle this. The Democrats, who control the House, will raise hell to get the full report out into the open. And with a bit of luck, it'll answer a lot of the questions that have suddenly popped up. The most obvious question is, what did Mueller mean by this? While the report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. There's a lot of ways to read that. One is that Mueller's saying he has overwhelming evidence of obstruction of justice, but he's not sure a sitting president can be charged with a crime. Or does he want to hand the evidence over to Congress and let them try to impeach Donald Trump? This question is interesting because obstruction of justice was used to try and bring down Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And also Richard Nixon. People have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Congress will need to see Mueller's evidence before they can determine what to do. So that is the first thing on the Democrats' plate. The Democrats also have questions about Trump's business dealings with Russia, which they say they're going to get to the bottom of. And I have a million questions too. For example, this is pretty weird. Just now, President Putin denied having anything to do with the election interference in 2016. Every U.S. intelligence agency has concluded that Russia did. Last year, Donald Trump was given a golden opportunity to act tough on the world stage, slam Russian President Vladimir Putin to his face and tell him never to interfere in U.S. elections again. Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016 and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. Why did Donald Trump take Putin's side over his own intelligence organisations? It's weird. And one more thing, and perhaps this is the biggest mystery of all. Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, lied about his contacts with the Russian. Mueller's team says that after pleading guilty and signing that agreement, Manafort committed federal crimes by lying to the FBI and the special counsel's office. Trump's former national security advisor, Mike Flynn, lied about his contacts with the Russian ambassador. Michael Flynn will plead guilty to lying to the FBI. Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, lied about a Trump Tower Moscow project. 
Today, Cohen signed a plea agreement in court after admitting that he lied to Congress. Today's plea deal was about a proposed Trump Tower project in Moscow. Trump and his son Don Jr. lied about the Trump Tower meeting with the Russian lawyer. But can it's irrelevant. Me? It's a statement to the New York Times, the phony, failing New York Times. Well, just just, just wait a minute, wait a minute. To clear That's up. not a statement to a high tribunal of judges. Why are people going to court and even jail for lying to investigators in the American public to seemingly cover up for a crime that apparently never happened? And why did Donald Trump fire the former FBI Director James Comey and the former Attorney General Jeff Sessions if he had nothing to hide? I'm not getting off this story until I know at least some of these answers. And I hope you'll stay with me too. This is season two of Russia, if you're listening. We were going to drop our whole new season today. We've been working on it for six months. It was going to be all about how Russia has been interfering in countries other than America. Think the UK, Germany, France, and in institutions like NATO and the EU. That season is going to have to wait. I promise it will be along eventually. Because what happened today really is a turning point in the entire Trump presidency. And that includes his re-election chances. We will be with you every Thursday afternoon as the ramifications of the Mueller report spreads. So stay subscribed and recommend us to your friends because this is a wild ride you're not going to want to miss. It's good to be back. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. You can discover more ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.